You're a successful business owner or entrepreneur. You love it, but it consumes your entire day and sometimes your entire night. This is the Seven Figure Builder Show. It's a backstage pass to the minds of those who've already cracked the code. Welcome to the Seven Figure Builder Show. And now your host, Julie Baranek. Welcome to the Seven Figure Builder Show. My name is Julie Baranek, founder of Seven Figure Builder, where we help high achieving CEOs connect with their dream clients to scale the seven figures and beyond. And I'm here today with my friend, Catherine B. Roy. Hey, Catherine. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. We are going to have a lot of fun topics today. I'm already, I'm already pumped. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> awesome. So first and foremost, where in the world are you? I'm in Serbia in Europe at the moment, uh, but I actually work globally. So if I may say my clients come from 30 countries and I'm like, you know, everywhere, but locally now I'm in Serbia. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. And I, I, that's something I love about this is just literally connecting with people all around the world. So it's so yes. much fun. So for people that haven't had the pleasure to meet you yet, can you tell us a bit what you do with your business? I'm a business coach, uh, internationally recognized business coach, and I specialize in helping coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs, and small business owners to grow their businesses online. Actually, my story is um, a little bit different. I was a programmer for 15 years, and I published the book in USA back in 2017. I had a lot of traction thanks to help by McGill Media, and practically my, my social media exploded. Wow. And as someone who always taught in algorithms, I was thinking about, well, what shall I do with this? So I started my own business because I have a background in economics and and marketing. And now I, I have like um, amazing uh, um, opportunity to say that I left corporation several years ago. Uh, I've grown my business, uh, tripled it twice thanks to LinkedIn uh, and, and online growth. And now I'm, I'm just doing what I love, helping people to uh, do what they love and live free. Awesome. I absolutely love that. And what was your book about? Tell us about your book. Well, it wasn't about business at all. It was actually, <laughs> yeah. It was a, a, a system for emotional and intellectual growth uh, because I'm a Mensa member. So I worked a lot on uh, human potential. Um, and also I was always interested in psychology and emotional intelligence. So it's like a personal guide which help us to increase our emotional intelligence and intelligence so that we can um, work and live from the highest potential we actually can. I love that. And that's ultimately what you're trying to help people do through your business coaching, right? Like they, they're very yes. aligned, even though they're different areas, right? Yes, yes. Nice. Exactly. And you, you found a ton of success in LinkedIn. And I want to dig into that today. Because like, I feel like this is an area while we know it's there, we don't realize the full potential in LinkedIn. And mm -hmm. I love to geek out there also. So tell us, you know, what did you find? And what what do you recommend with LinkedIn? Well, a few years ago, I actually was in a conference, Digital Enterprise Show in Spain, in Madrid. And uh, on the marketing stage, a lot of people were talking about LinkedIn. Back then, I thought LinkedIn was just a CV. I was a programmer and practically, you know, I used it as a CV. 
but it ended up that Microsoft bought LinkedIn in 2017 and they transformed it completely. So today, LinkedIn is definitely not a CV. And what people usually don't know, it's not even a social media. It's one of the most powerful search engines um, if we talk about business world. So even more powerful than Google, because we voluntarily leave a lot of information, which is very important professionally, right? So LinkedIn has a search engine with very specified filters, which can help us to connect with practically anyone in this world in the professional space. Now, if we think about the fact that there are 800 million companies on LinkedIn, possibilities are absolutely endless. Uh, so if we look just at the LinkedIn profile, which was a CV once, now it's more like a landing page. Maybe not even a landing page because, you know, landing pages don't have any kind of distractions, but some kind of a shop window. And if we know how to use it, specifically use the SEO and uh, uh, practically put it in a service to be found. So it's an inbound marketing, not outbound marketing. A lot of people are sending messages and call DMs and something like that. I don't support that. I support building a strong personal brand and showcasing our expertise in front of the right eyes. And the best place for us to connect with the right eyes is LinkedIn. Uh, it's more harder to connect with people on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or something like that. Because if we are not specifically looking for someone, we don't have that search power, um, technically speaking, to actually find people who can help us. So if we get connected and um, establish a human-to-human -human connection with a person who can put us on the stage in front of 10,000 people, we obviously already change our lives, right? So this is why I stand so strongly behind LinkedIn. And I had a chance to um, be in the LinkedIn's program. LinkedIn editorial team teached us for six weeks, actually, how to use LinkedIn to achieve all of these results. And in my case, companies like Goldman Sachs and Microsoft, Forbes, Mindvalley reached out to me through LinkedIn. At this point, actually, uh, uh, Scale AI hired me to to train uh, artificial intelligence just because they saw me talking about it on LinkedIn. So wow. there is absolutely no limit in what we can achieve because all the resources are truly there. So I, I absolutely love that. And it's so incredibly powerful. I mean, so often we use Facebook and Instagram and all these other social medias to be able to attract your your business you know, associates, right? Like your clients, your dream clients who you want to reach, but you've got to sift through so many people to find the professional people that you want to connect with, where with LinkedIn, you've got an entire organization of professionals. That's why they're there to be able to connect with. So you're saying not the messenger, um, but really leverage your profile to be able to display your knowledge to your target audience. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, uh, a profile is very, very important. And um, the most important thing is we need to set the creator mode because in that case, it's a dynamic profile, which will give us more visibility. But what is most more important is that our profile is not about us. If we are in service, if we run a business, our profile needs to be about our clients. 
or our potential clients. So the second mistake people usually do is that they write about themselves in about section, while about section is a perfect place for us to showcase what we can do for someone else. And then we talk about ourselves because it's a classical psychology. People are interested to know how we can help them. Um, later, if they see we are credible, they will read about us. But on the first moment, they need to see what we can do for them. And I will disclose one, one secret actually, uh, which truly helped me. And I think this is, this is going to be one of the greatest takeaways. Um, hashtags on all social media are keywords practically, but on LinkedIn, there is one very important technical specification. If we use three hashtags and one of these hashtags is our personal brand hashtag, like name and surname, LinkedIn will include that in the URL of the post we posted. So when you check the URL of the post, you will see first three hashtags you use. And I don't recommend using any more than three. And why is this important? If our profile is public, Google is going to be pinged every single time, not only Google, but every search engine, because LinkedIn is indexed on all search engines when someone engage with us right? So if I have 30,000 connections and I leave a comment on your post, there are there is going to be 30,000 possibilities for someone to see what you have posted there. But if you used your personal hashtag at the same time, practically you're pinging all these search engines instantly. And this is how I actually uh, got myself to the point to um, be verified by Google as a public person with more than 25 million search results and receive a knowledge panel on Google as as a, um, as a public person, actually as a podcaster, uh, so that, uh, you know, people can can actually find my brand much easily. And this happens thanks to my uh, personal brand hashtag, nothing else. Uh, that's absolutely incredible. So people listen. <laughs> like, <this is> huge. <laughs> so do you recommend that definitely on your posts on your own profile? And you said also in the comments that you're leaving on other people's profiles so that your name is being searched and picked up by the search engines both. Is that correct? Well, at, at, at this moment, I'm just uh, including my hashtag with every post I uh, gotcha. post out there. But if you, yeah, that's a good idea. If you want to get even more visibility, why not? Like it doesn't hurt anyone. It can only help. Yeah, no, I love that. And that that's how they find you. Like that's how the search engines crawl and pick you up and then present you to other people because your name is then everywhere. So it adds that much more credibility. So that that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> now you've, you've really maxed this out, not just through LinkedIn, but what have you found with AI and how to combine the two? Well, as I mentioned, I was a programmer and a long time ago when I was in college, <laughs> we used to call artificial intelligence, hybrid intelligence systems. <laughs> So uh, we were creating small systems and everything that we put in the system will result in the same way. So if we put in the good things, the good things will come out. And, and that's that's the most important thing about artificial intelligence. Now, I was researching AI from January this year. I held a workshop in September. Uh, so in between, I needed to test and try so many tools 
that I don't remember in my life I have tried so many tools. And there are a few things which I actually realized. Every single tool which is based on AI is based on the same database. So if we use ChatGPT 3.5 or upgraded version or any kind of tool, the database is the same. So what we need actually to do is to know how to train ChatGPT 3.5 to do things for us. So it sounds like us and it gives us uh, the um, answers that are specific for our business. What I want to say by that, and when we open one chat in in ChatGPT, it remembers only in the scope of that one chat. So whatever I teach it in that particular chat, in a new one, it will not remember anything. This is a good thing, actually, because this means that we as people can't affect database. We can manipulate data in in the scope of one chat which is good mm-hmm. but uh, what i what i found um, very interesting is that when i was preparing a workshop um, i usually have a plan which is promotional plan of 8 weeks and my marketing is focused these 8 weeks to that specific topic i needed two and a half months without ai to prepare content for social media uh, and my podcast back then. Now for this workshop, I needed two and a half weeks to prepare content for social media, for my podcast. But I also had LinkedIn newsletter every single week, a blog post every single week. So I had like 30% more content with you know, so much time savings that actually ended up with. And how I did that, except for the tools for, you know, video production and all of that. Um, I opened one chat and I simply said, this is my media bio. I would like you to learn about me and then ask me specific questions about me and my business so you can help me craft the best workshop and media plan for launching the workshop. And it just gave me questions. And I answered to these questions, explained who I am, what's my business about, and all of that. So it knows who I am. I even gave it a name. So I was communicating to it like it's a real human being. And as you can see, the results were obvious. And it really sounded like me because, for example, I gave it a transcript of my TEDx talk and I said, this is the way I speak. Please learn. We will call it a TEDx style and prepare me a transcript for my solo episode of my podcast in this style. And it really sounds like me. Wow. So, so yeah, I think the possibilities are endless. And don't forget that Microsoft also has a very huge piece of open AI uh, and they own LinkedIn too. So they kind of connected these two things. Now AI can help you craft the opening note when you want to connect with someone and that's incorporated in LinkedIn practically. Uh, But there are also tools which can help us. I don't recommend that because LinkedIn has teams of people checking if we are using some kind of external tools or we can get banned. 
but it can be helpful if we need, uh, you know, to craft messages or to actually start a conversation with someone. So I'm definitely pro both of these um, tools, which now we have, which we didn't have um, a few few years ago. Yeah, yeah, even months ago. <laughs> I mean, it's transforming so quickly. <laughs> I think yeah. of a January of this past year, we didn't have all of this. You know, this yes. year has just leaped things forward hugely. So, but I think you, you hit on a couple of really important things there is when you're using things like chat GPT and, and AI, so many people just pump out content, but it doesn't sound like them at all. It's mm-hmm. just a, you know, vomit of whatever chat GPT is giving you. And you think, oh, I'm done, but you're not going to connect with your dream people. So you took a couple important steps there of first training it to sound like you, right? So it's using your voice, but making sure that everything is actually in your voice, whether that's polishing it later or, you know, polishing it beforehand, training it. Like there's multiple steps in there that I think are critical to actually land with the people that you're trying to connect with. Mm -hmm. Hey, real quick, it's Julie. I just wanted to say thank you for listening every week. I absolutely adore you and so appreciate your time and your commitment to the show. And I truly love creating free content for you to grow your podcast and your business. And if you want to take our relationship to the next level, I know I would, or you just want to monetize your podcast without ads or sponsorship, hop into my free web class that'll show exactly how. Just go to sevenfigurepodcastbuilder.com slash monetize, and I will see you there. Now back to the conversation. And uh, as as I like to say, everything is about human to human connection. Right. We can have all of this tech stuff, but uh, unless we truly connect, and LinkedIn is really about human to human connection, nothing will happen. People know if that is me or it's AI. It's it's so obvious. People want us to be there and to be present. But you know, having this on our in our hands, like social media like LinkedIn, which has so many possibilities and tools which can fast forward so many things that we needed to do by ourselves or hire virtual assistants or whatever, it really opens door to to much, much better results in, in our businesses for sure. Absolutely. And you mentioned you have a podcast, right? Yes. Talk to me about how has your podcast really impacted your business and really been able to expand your business even further? Uh, at this moment, I have to say that I adore my podcast. When I was when I was starting, I actually didn't want to start a podcast, and that's my first episode. The first one is why I didn't want to start a podcast. Um, a colleague of mine and and my my client was a podcast mentor, and he actually explained me that I have to do that because it's a good thing for my business. But I just was very hesitant. Um. It ended up to be one of the best resources for me to connect, truly connect with people. I had guests like Nobel Peace Prize and Emmy and Oscar Awards artists and scientists, uh, Premier League and NFL players, six, seven, eight figures business owners, like um, from all over the world. Uh, as I mentioned, my clients come from 30 countries and guests on my podcast are, you know, ev- everywhere. And um the happiness which I have like received and the joy from connecting with each of these people was um, 
It just can't be described. And from each of these connections, you know, something beautiful was born. Never mind if it is, you know, on a personal level or on on a business level. Having a podcast, I think it's a part of a brand or a personal brand, which is mandatory these days. And from a technical perspective, as I said, I always look at things from the algorithm side of you. Every single episode has so many backlinks on so many uh, uh, like uh, publishing platforms, distributive centers, Google, uh, and other search engines. And and my podcast is, we didn't know how to name it at the beginning, so it's the Catherine Viroy Show. So it ended up to be a good thing. Because again, we were pinging Google with with every single every single time we published something. So yes, I am I'm pretty much in love with with podcasting and connecting with people. And um, again, one of my favorite favorite things to do. I love it, and I, I couldn't agree more. I was also very limited in my vision when I first started my podcast, and I thought, oh, I'll just pump out training materials, and like it's just another way for content, and you know, great. But it's so much bigger than that, and and the people that you meet, right, like all around the world, it's just phenomenal to to have that vehicle to be able to connect with other people that you wouldn't normally be able to connect with, and people yes. are so excited to be on your podcast, like it's awesome because yes it gives them that much more visibility you know it's another method like you said with getting using the algorithms to your advantage of getting those those backlinks and getting the seo and like all that juice that when you go search for your name for example all the episodes show up right like it's Mm -hmm. massive as far as exposure and relationship building is the part that i love the most and you'd mentioned that also just connecting with people genuinely in a free flow format where this is not a scripted episode <laughs> like we're just <laughs> no. talking human to human and you know getting that out there and and sharing that experience with other people but it's a lot of work to do we have to say uh, to be honest it is it is a lot of work to do and 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 the, the things we have to do behind the scenes and to prepare ourselves for the interviews and then you know the post production and all of that but i think it's worth it because it's um it's a mark which will stay forever uh even if we close our podcast the the episodes will still be there i mean yeah. the ones that were previously published so yeah i'm definitely for for podcasting Yeah, which is actually one more point too, is it's evergreen content that lives on forever where social media posts are gone, you know, in an instant in front of somebody's eyes, but these get curled forever. So yeah, I'm, I'm a big proponent of it as well, obviously, because I'd like to be doing this. (laughs) It's a lot of work. I agree with you. (laughs) It is a lot of work. Yeah. We have to be honest about that. Yeah, for sure. So in all of what you see, what are, and you shared a couple of these already, but what are some of the gaps that you see with business owners that they don't really identify up front or, you know, the misses that you're able to help them see? Mm-hmm. Well, if, uh, if we connect all of these dots, the one of the most important things is being able to create multiple revenue streams. I think that's one of the most important things for, for every business. Like uh, having a, a business model so clearly set with every single element from the customer segmentation, value propositions, relationships, all of these partnerships, resources, but um, 
what I've noticed is that business owners don't pay so much attention on the cost structure, especially variable costs. They don't calculate that into price. They don't have like a system in place to actually, you know, fulfill the every single element of the business. But the lack of having more than one revenue stream is one of the most obvious things. I believe we have to have minimum three revenue streams. Uh, one of them is obviously some kind of service which we provide, for example. One of them is a passive revenue stream. For example, we are now rebuilding my e-learning platform because that's a source of a multiple different revenue streams from a passive source. And I'm I'm a big fan of like having a book or any kind of a physical product also, which can help us to, to actually uh, distribute also. So uh, we need to be seen, especially if we build a personal brand. But if we don't back up that with uh, several different options and revenue streams, then we're shooting in, in, in an empty ball. Like we, we have to have all these elements in place to be able to like fulfill everything that is expected from us in this, in this, uh, especially online space. So I'm a big fan of uh, funnels and building systems. And I think that having a system behind our business and I was building mine for five years. Now we are polishing it so that business is able to maintain itself and fulfill every need, even if I as a coach am not present. I think is one of the most important things and that uh, each of us who are in a space of service need to think about in advance and, and to work on it behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think of, you know, in this world that we're in, the digital world and the physical <laughs> world around <laughs> us, like everything is constantly changing, right? From, yes. you know, everything around us. So I agree with you where when you have, if you have just a single revenue stream, you're reliant on that 100%, where if you have multiple revenue streams, I see it as like a three-legged stool, right? Like you, you're yes. more stable and be able to be more resilient as the world is changing around us that, you know, you want to be able to be focused in what you're doing. So you're not pulled in so many directions. Um, but I, I like that a lot just to be able to have that stability and be planted and be able to weather, you know, the storms that come through. Yeah. And, and, uh, in these days, like we have so many powerful tools, which can help us with that, actually, you know, it's not so difficult to build a system like it was like a few years ago when we had just WordPress or whatever. Now we have very powerful tools, which we can use to actually really fulfill that part of our business. Definitely. Definitely. So you've got amazing things that you've been working on, but what, what do you have coming next? What can people be looking forward to finding out from you? <laughs> Well, as I mentioned, and I'm very happy about this, uh, we were creating a, a kind of an ad tech company. Um, it's called Elegem Academia. It's still not launched. It's 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 getting ready soon. So not only my programs, which will be available as e-learning programs, but I uh, intend to include other experts, which I met along the way, which can help us with personal and business growth. So it's like... Um, a hub for business owners and for those who would like to run their own businesses to find the best resources, practical resources, which can help them to uh, to grow their businesses online. And I am like, yesterday, I will be honest, I was looking in everything that we have created behind the scenes. And I actually had the tears of joy in my eyes because, 
you know, when you're very close to like wrapping up something that you're working so long on, uh, it's a very, very good feeling. And I hope that it will be helpful for everyone who join us. Oh, that's awesome. I'm excited to check it out too. <laughs> There's <laughs> so much work that goes into it behind the scenes that people don't see. I can yes. see myself and can identify with what you're doing, but you know, cause I'm a systems minded person. So yes. the smoother that things run, the more planning went into place before you actually built it and, you know, to streamline things and make it work really well. So I can definitely appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Awesome. And you've accomplished tremendous things in your career, but how do you define success? What does that look like for you? You know, I was born in former Yugoslavia, uh, which was a very beautiful country in Europe, which doesn't exist anymore. Uh, there was a war during 90s and I was 17 years old uh, and find myself hiding in the basement because bombing was out there. Maybe for me, success is pretty much different, but everything that I do is a promise to myself I gave back then. And that is um, that I will be the light who will help people not to be in a position of not having a choice. Uh, Because back then someone took away control from my life. And I see now things are happening in the world. Uh, The same things are happening. And I was just wondering, will humanity ever learn from the past mistakes? But, you know, for me, success is having peaceful life. And uh, having time, especially for my son, I'm a mom, I have a seven years old son, and being able to, you know, uh, walk your talk while you help people to be truly who they are and do what they love. So it's not so much about material things, because I believe that money and material things are the response of the good work we put out there. My mission is much higher and much more profound. And that's really to to try to be the light for people to see that there is a way. And I, I used to say if a girl from uh, from a shelter who do, can do that, everyone else can. And, and this is why my hands are wide open for, for everyone. I love that. And it's amazing how something so horrific in your life, you've been able to transform that into something so powerful and help so many people around the world and really just be that beacon of light, which is just incredible. I love, I love your story. Thank you. It wasn't easy again. Like uh, I'm always honest, but uh, I could hide and pretend like nothing happened or I could actually, you know, um, try to grow from, from what I have experienced. And I chose the second path. We have to, right? It's either that or you roll over and, you know, you make no impact whatsoever. So, but yeah, I love that. And, you know, on that note, if you had the attention of the whole world for five minutes, what would you tell them? Well, I would tell them that everything is temporary and uh, we need to be aware that we don't know when the end of our life will be. And to try to live every single day like it's the last one. Uh, That's what I learned hard (laughs) on my own skin. And uh, which I believe people often forget. Yeah. Yeah. And just the relationships that you build with people and, you know, being able to leave them in a way that you're you're happy and at peace with yourself. I, I absolutely love that. Thank you for that. So how can listeners support you in your work? Where can they find you and all the amazing things that you're working on? 
Well, thank you. Uh, the best place is LinkedIn, of course. My assistants are on other social media, but I'm on LinkedIn, really. <laughs> so, <laughs> and of course, my website, catherinebiroy.com. Perfect. And we will have all the links below so people can come check them out. And thank you so much for being on today. This was a lot of fun and learned a ton already. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for having me. It really was my pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. And if you found value in this episode, please do share it. That's how people find us. And you can find me at sevenfigurebuilder.com. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. You've been listening to the Seven Figure Builder Show with Julie Baranek. Julie cut her teeth consulting for Fortune 500 companies worldwide. And now she's redirected that knowledge and power to support entrepreneurs like you. She focuses on relationship-based lead generation and the magic of podcasting. If you're looking to elevate your business through storytelling, branding, and efficient systems, well, you found your new home. It's what we do. If you enjoyed the show and got something from it, make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Instagram at 7figurebuilder. Find the website at 7figurebuilder.com. And to learn how to automate your podcast with Julie, find that site at 7figurepodcastbuilder.com. See you next time on the 7 Figure Builder Show.